I'm, I'm Alice. Alice. <laughs> I'm Alice. I'm Maisie. And this is Treason Review. How are you doing this week, Alice? I'm doing absolutely fantastically, Maisie. Do you know why? Why? Because we went out and had a really good sister date yesterday. Did we went and saw a really sad gay movie? It was depressing, but luckily, because we are so infantile and unable to process any sort of complicated feelings with depth, it did result in fits of rejuvenating giggles. So much giggling. Always so much more funny when you can't laugh, like in school. It's exactly like being in school, and I think being in the cinema during a very heart-wrenching scene (laughs) is probably the only place that we can access that particular brand of joy now as adults. Yeah, I think everyone around us thought we were crying, thankfully, because of the, you know, they sound similar, really, when you laugh very quietly. It was like this. Tense breathing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which, you're right, it could go either way. Thank God for that. Yeah, we were saved by the anonymity of the dark. (laughs) Praise be. What have you got for me today, Maisie? Or can I I first just tell you where we are? Let me just remind you that we are currently... Recording the 20th episode, 19th. the 19th episode of Treason Review, the only podcast to compare one tree and one treason on the eponymous five stock scale. Thanks for jamming that in there, Alice. No Appreciate worries. It. How deep them roots, Maisie? Sock it to me. Okay, so I actually have a kind of tree that we've actually done before, a sunland, a sunland bulb. Do you remember the tree that had a pub a in pub it? A in it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So this is also a bulb, but it's a different kind of one, and it's one that's been specifically used historically as a prison tree. Excuse so me. It has such a massive, massive trunk that in Australia and in a bit of America in like the 1800s and 1900s, they were used to store people on the way to prisons. Wow. I know, because they have like a huge inner sanctum. Crevice. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of amazing, really. The main ones we'll look at today are in Australia. There's two different ones. It's like quite a big deal using like quite a common thing to use trees as some kind of weird storage facility for human souls yeah and in australia predictably it was mainly used for like putting aboriginals in on the way to oppressing them and sentencing them to their crimes well yeah crimes and air quotes yeah i i feel sad that something as majestic and nourishing as a tree has been sullied by the black human spirit Mm. and turned into an incarceration unit it is weird as well to think of that, like, oh, we could fit a person in there and then go, oh, well, we should definitely fit in. I don't know if to then go, oh, we use it as a prison rather than, like, as a camping ground or anything else that yeah. you can do with shelter. Or, like, you know those benches that you see sometimes in cities where they put a plaque on the bench and it says, this is a friendship bench, and if you sit here, then someone will come and sit next to you and strike up a bit of a convo. I've never seen that, and I don't ever want to. To fight away the oppressive loneliness and disconnection of the modern age. Oh, I don't want to do it with that, though. You don't? I think that's really nice. Oh, Have no. you ever seen human libraries? It's really well, cool. You can take a person out yeah. Life. Yeah. That is great. It's great for lonely old people, yeah. you know, people who don't know how to strike up conversation that well. It's difficult to make friends as an adult. I agree, and I love the idea, and I love that it happens. I just never want to be a part of it. <laughs> I can't imagine anything worse than, like,. You're at work and you're on a lunch break and you sit on a bench and someone's like, Well, don't like, sit on that bench. That then. And you're like, get out of my face. All you need to do is give us a quick ocular sweep of the bench and make sure it's not a friendship bench. Make sure it's a good old-fashioned loneliness and isolation bench. See, I never Plunk had to yourself check down. before. Now I know this. I can't even sit on a bench again without being riddled with fear that this is accidentally a friendship bench. No one reads those plaques. It's always like, ah. Uh, In memory of someone, someone we don't died. care about. Yeah, yeah. I loved this. Stretch of pavement. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I'm sorry to have burdened you with yet another layer of anxiety <laughs> to add to the ambient thrum of terror that accompanies us through our day to day. In for a penny, Alice. <laughs> In for a friendship else. bench. To add on to. I think I'll leave it there for now. Smart. Give me your trees, Alice. What are the roots? Okay, oh. got you. The roots of our treason today are not. It's not strictly a treason. So the person wasn't convicted of treason. They were convicted of crimes, um, but the treason component of it came up as more of a folk definition, a, a layperson definition of what was going on. Okay. So this is 2008, mm-hmm. Iceland. I love Iceland. Great place. I love 2008. This is a great start. Why did you love 2008? I just remember 2007 being very good and having a lot of optimism for 2008. And then the financial crisis happened and you were like, oh well. I was too young, thankfully, to really understand the horrifying... Yeah. Implications. implications. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, do you know who wasn't too young to understand the horrifying implications? Was it Gear Harder? It was the people of Iceland looking at you, Gear Harder. Harder. You're a wrong un. So, so he's the Prime Minister? He was the Prime Minister, yes, of the Icelandic Parliament, which is spelt Alfing. Like Alfing? Al, like my name, and Thing, like a thing. But it's probably pronounced something like Alting. 6,000 protesters arrived outside of the Icelandic Althing, which doesn't sound like much. You could scorn that number. Oh, but but tiny, isn't it? how many people do you think live there? Less than a million? Much less than a million. 350,000. Not many at all. So That's 260,000 live in York, where we are. Wow. It's barely any people. So that amount of protesters is just less than 2% of the whole population, about 1.7% of the population. That's quite a massive turnout. If the equivalent amount of people from the UK went to Parliament to protest the financial crisis, we've got 66 million people living in the UK. It was if the same amount population, (laughs) 1.7% of us went to like bang, bang our, shake our Ah. fists in anguish at, uh, who was it then? That one with the egg looks like a piece of unhappy ham. Brown? Yeah. How it, many people would it be? It would be 1,122,000 people. That would be a lot. It's a lot. It was the biggest protest in history in Iceland. I guess they have stuff going there so good mainly that they're like, ah, we'll take it. Yeah. They have a whale penis museum. They have like one of the lowest rates of gender inequality pay. Correct. High GDP. Correct. They have lots of natural beauty. So much natural beauty. They have a really famous hot dog stand in Reykjavik. Do they? Mm. Why is it so famous? Is really it really good? good? <laughs> yeah, really good. But is it like 75 euros for a hot dog? No. And is it 25 euros for a hot dog? I don't know how many euros it is for a hot dog, but I know that it's not... Like, you'll go there and you'll be like, it doesn't seem that popular. There's like no queue. It's very chilled out, but it's like... The most famous hot dog stand. Wow. I guess the most famous anything in Iceland probably isn't going to have that many queues since there's only like 10 people that live there. (laughs) So what are they protesting? The fact that the financial crisis isn't like a hurricane that just happened. It was deliberately created by vested interests who were doing Mm. reckless investing with public money. So risking your and mine tax money, their tax money, in order to profit. Like yeah. hedge fund managers, banks, subprime mortgage loans, all that kind of well, stuff. Iceland really good for like being the first country to prosecute bankers and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. This is where we're going. Okay. This is where Take we're going. There. So, um, one of the largest protests in history yet, and they were after our pal Gia Hard. It's hard with two A's and an E, right? Gear Hard. Gear Hard. Gear Hard. Has a bit of a scary face. He does. He looks horrifying. Yeah. He looks like Chucky's grandpa. Is he bad? Do we like him or do we hate him? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if we like him or hate him. Uh, 
it seems like the democratic process of trying him in court was very even-handed and legitimate. Um, and he was, in the end, found guilty of four counts of negligence, indicted for negligence, but he didn't have to serve any time because mm. they decided, like, this is actually a fairly small crime in terms of human disaster. Like, nobody's died. Yeah. Um, so you shouldn't be allowed to do your job anymore. You're going to be, like, publicly ridiculed. shamed, ridiculed, <laughs> yeah. and fingers wiped at you. Did he have, like, a red L? yeah yeah thumbs down gear hard i'll save the rest of the nuggets when we get to shade do you want to start off with the throw in the shade of your bow boob yeah i really do with shade i decided to go with the different counts of how many people can fit in this tree oh my god okay so one of the trees in hydeham no windham Oh, yeah. It was in West Australia. Mm-hmm. It was called the Hillgrave Lockup. Like that oh, was carved into the tree. The Hillgrave Lockup. Yeah, Hillgrave Lockup, which sounds quite dark. Dire. Yeah, and there was this one article in 1931, and it was bragging about how, like, oh, we fit 30 prisoners inside one. So everyone else was like, that's insane. There's no way you can fit 30 prisoners inside. And it later came out that, like, they tied a bunch of them into the outsides. Still shaded for our purposes, however. <laughs> oh, God. So inside this one, the Hillgrave lockup, it's apparently about 100 square feet, except I have no idea what that means. Like, you know when you look at a flat or something and it says, ooh, 200 square feet, what does that even mean? I'm just going to look at it in metres, because I don't know feet. Yeah. It's nine square metres. Okay. So like four and a half one way by four and a half one way. Yeah, I thought it was nine each way when it was nine square metres. No, that would be nine metres square. Ah. Or is it the other way around? I just don't know. Either way, that's quite roomy. Yeah. If it's nine metres by nine... No, nah, it must be It can't four. be nine metres by nine metres. That's huge. Yeah. Although it is quite big. There's a picture of a man stepping into it and he looks really small. I'd like to see that picture. Yeah, well... So, by four and a half is still like you can cram a fair few in there. I don't think I've ever seen a tree that big. Four metres by four... That's like four good paces. Yeah. Well, bulbs are famously... Like the Sunland bulb, where you could fit a pub inside. So it's not really surprising you could fit a small penitentiary inside. They're chonky. Chonky, really are. Wow. I just like what the Sunland people did with theirs. More, more yeah, agree. Yeah. Is this tree still alive now? They all are. They're all well, still going? The, um, the two that we're looking at. What do people do with them now? They've had fences put around the edges because not only it's like of historical importance, and people love carving their initials into trees for some reason. They love it, and it damages the cambium, and it can kill them. But also because the sites are of like quite heavy Aboriginal like religious significance, like in the 1700s and 1800s, they were considered really sacred, these trees, because they're so weird looking and cool. And they were used as, like, graves. So some people found, like, bleached bones inside these bulb trees where they think Aboriginal people had, like, buried their dead. Mm. Mm. So now the trees are, like, more protected. Got yeah. I guess that's a nice step in a better direction of respecting the heritage of a place, you know, like protecting the places that are important to the First Nation people. Has any kind of, like, apology or, you know, like all that kind of stuff where they're like, oops, we were really racist and terrible, sorry about that, where they make, like, a public, we shouldn't have done that, that was bad, we know better now, sorry about that, about stuffing people into trees. I don't know, but I doubt it. Yeah, like, has England apologised for transportation? I mean, it's still kind of doing transportation with telling the Windrush people to fuck off back to... Yeah, like... just in a less forced way, I guess. Oh no, it's totally forced. <laughs> so, the Windrush generation, I think, was in the 70s. That could be a lie. 
Britain was like, we need loads of workers for the expanding service industry, but we don't want to pay them anything. So we're going to go to uh, like the Seychelles and Jamaica and Barbados and tell the people, come to England, you'll have a really good life. And I think they paid them like free passage to come over here or something like that to incentivize them to come. Mm -hmm. And so they've lived and worked their whole lives here had their kids here, their kids have been born here. Loads of these kids have never even been to the countries that their parents are from. And now I don't know what's happening except populism and the rise of the alt-right again with all the Brexit immigration ideology-laced rhetoric. Uh, but now they're telling those people, oh yeah, we lost all your paperwork that would have made you a citizen, so you're going to have to fuck off now. So are they forcing these people to go back? Or? Yeah, exporting wow. them. People have been blocking like uh, airports like protesters have been lying down on runways and stuff to stop them being oh exported. yeah yeah I think I saw an article about that yeah that's really fucked yeah it's really bad but at least we're not jamming people in trees anymore I wonder if we are somewhere somewhere sneakily somewhere I don't think there's any trees really big enough in England it takes a specific kind of environment doesn't it to have these big chunks you'd really struggle to get someone in a silver birch it wouldn't be easy but it might be worth the effort it could be yeah <laughs> Who's the smallest person you know that would be the most likely to fit inside a silver birch? Tom, of course. Mm-hmm. Tell me the shade of your trees and elves. Okay, so these protests were going on outside the Alping. Uh, it started to kick off. Protests intensified into riots during early January of 2009. The uh, revellers were throwing toilet paper, Ooh. paint, snowballs. Snowballs. And best of all... Skier yogurt. <laughs> it's that really famous Icelandic yogurt. Evidently, they only make it in Iceland. It's yogurt. They make it from it like an act of anti-patriotism. I don't it's know. I think it's just what yogurt. they had to hand. <laughs> and toilet paper. Yep. Seems quite tame to be honest. Snowballs. Well, exactly. It's all very like protest done in Iceland versus protest done elsewhere you know where they're like water cannons yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> although saying that the police uh started to douse them all with pepper spray and 40 people were hospitalized with pepper spray and they were like oh this isn't working well enough so they used tear gas on them it is mental what can be allowed under public order laws. isn't that wild it is insane isn't tear it? tear gas and the only reason they're ever allowed to start using like these really heavy forms you know like if i pepper sprayed you that would be like Definitely assault, maybe more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it can be really serious. If you have asthma, you could die from it. Yeah, yeah. And it's when they think that the crowd is getting so rowdy that they're going to commit a crime. That's the only time they're allowed to use this, at least in English. Why law. are you allowed to speculate on I don't that? know, and it's so... I don't know, because we do have a whole branch of law in that, like, attempted crimes. If I try to murder you and don't, you can't go, well, I didn't actually murder you, so I don't yeah, yeah. convict you of anything. But you do have to show that you tried to yeah, murder, right? Exactly. Whereas the protesters... What are they trying to do? Well, there's laws against being unruly and loud, like, you know, that new Public Order Act oh, that's coming out. Yeah, draconian, yeah, yeah. So if just being loud can be a crime, then when you try to be loud, you uh, know, attempting to c- commit that crime, Oh, wow. Which is so, apparently enough of a license to rub a bullet somebody, which, again, can kill you. This can kill you. Does this mean, theoretically, in a really dark, dystopian, highly likely future that the government could descend on, say, like, Glastonbury Festival and tear gas us all for being drunk and disorderly in public and being loud and a nuisance. Presumably, because, like, like we've all been to festivals, you know, like, the drug use is significant there. <laughs> you can't find anywhere that crime is being committed. It's a festival. a pretty good shout. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird and it's really quite horrifying to learn about. Like, there's this one... 
it's like an ARP and it's this weird laser where it's just oh, like no. a tiny dot like a pinprick oh no that they fire oh no and it's like the most intense burning you can feel on your arm if the laser was pointing at your arm like first degree burns if you leave it there for long enough but most people just go like like jerk out of the way but America started and I think it was actually Britain started developing this oh, active denial ray that's it and um, oh. yes, they just point this laser into a crowd and everyone will jerk out the way because it goes through clothing. It feels like you're being burnt really hard in one place. And there was loads of really horrifying shit about like, yeah, if you use it on protesters, they can move. But what if you start using it in like prisoner of war camps and shit, like as a torture method? Because if you just oh, couldn't move, fuck. you'd get these awful fucking burns. And they were meant to use it in like a war in the Middle East, but they never got around to it. But it does <laughs> exist and they're debating using it for protests. Surely that's only a matter of time before they use it for protests. That is really dire. Because what if it's people extreme. are being kettled in a protest and then they get lasered? Like, exactly, they can't get out of exactly. the way. Yeah, yeah. There's many, many cases of people being kettled who are just walking past on the street because it's a street and they were like, yeah. can't pick up their kids from school or, like, get to their jobs, they get fired. You know, like, there's a lot of repercussions from... Like, it's a form of incarceration. Kettled yeah, yeah. For 12 hours, can't have water, can't have a piss. Wow. For what? Not committing a crime. It's totally unacceptable. Is that a human rights abuse, technically? Yeah, yeah. There was, it was taken to court in, like, 20... 20- I think it might have even been 2008 because it was similar... Protests about this stuff. Financial crisis Did it, Do you know what happened as a result of it? Probably nothing. I think nothing, yeah. I know it went all the way up to the European Court of Human Rights, though. Spooky, it is really, really messed up. Yeah, it's like, bad, total it? dystopian yeah. future, but now. Especially in Iceland, you know? They just threw a bit of yoghurt at a building and then got tear gassed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so some people went to hospital, like, yeah, this tear gas, it was the first time they'd used it since 1949 in the anti-NATO protests. They tear gassed those protesters as well. So it must have been quite, you know, as far as the state was concerned, a very threatening show of public discontent. But, you know, the public were really discontented because all their funds had been (laughs) pissed away. Uh, Yeah, so they did this cool thing where they made this assembly of Icelandic people to draw up a new constitution. Oh, wow. Yeah, they just picked 1,200 people off the electoral register, so no one that had any political affiliations, not part of a party, nothing like that, just people, with quite a close to a 50-50 gender split. I think it was like 47% were women. Pretty good. Yeah, like that. Um, And then 300 people from, like, industry and with vested interest in different, like, economic branches of Iceland... And then they spent a little while just drawing up a new constitution. And what did they say? I don't know, I haven't read it, it's in Icelandic. Yes. Treated nicely with <laughs> politeness. Taco Tuesday. Taco Roll Tuesday. I love it. Maybe it was a hot dog Thursday, and that's why the oh, hot dog scan nice. became so famous. Yeah, and then eventually Gearhard was um, indicted for negligence on four counts, guilty on four counts, but the state paid his legal fees. So all of the protesters who were like, ah, my tax money. Yeah, that is really fucked and it's hilarious and I imagine he really didn't need the monetary financial aid. But in terms of like devil's advocate, if we were convicted of a crime, we would get state-funded lawyers because you'd get a CPS lawyer. Yeah, So fair dues. Uh, so that's it. And then they got a new PM, Joanna. Joanna C. Sigurdis Dottir. And she was the first LGBT head of government in the world in 2009. Yay. 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 Great. She's got a nice wife. Oh. Yeah. Tall tale, Maisie. Talk to me about the tall taleness of your boobab boobab tree. So baobabs, despite being very, very wide, enough to comfortably fit apparently 30 prisoners, they're not very tall. 
Oh, really? So, oh, that's so cute. They're like little stumpers. They can be five to 15 metres. Can you imagine a five metre tall one? It's cute, just like two of you. Oh, that is cute. Yeah, yeah. I hope that that's the widest one. So it's wider than yeah, this just one. Really short, yeah. <laughs> um, the prison trees are around 14 metres. I'm guessing they have to be a certain height to reach a certain girth. Yeah. And also, you don't want a short prison, do you? Because then it's like a cattle pen. And with a little bit of collaboration, imprisoned people can just pile up on top of each other like they're in a circus, crawl out over the top. I don't think there's a hole at the top. Oh, it's still got all its head on. Yeah, yeah. Still got the head on. I don't understand how the tree can live with a hollow centre. But uh, the xylem and the phloem are in the cambium and the outer layers of bark. So I guess it makes sense. You can still transport minerals. Where does the middle go? It starts with a middle. But the middle is just old layers. That's it. Like, the middle is just what we make planks out of, right? It's just the previous years of xylems and phloems that have decayed. Wow. So I guess I can see why on, like, a biological level it's, it can manage. As long as it still has the new xylem and phloem. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what's the evolutionary advantage that they... Can have pubs inside. Can have pubs inside, <laughs> of course. And then course. people look after them more, I guess. <laughs> human function. <laughs> Do you want to tell you the tall tale of I the Icelandic do that, yeah. So it was described by uh, a journalist in the Times as representing a new age of rebellion and riot. <sighs> People throwing yogurt, what will they throw next? <laughs> I love that it was yogurt. I feel like even an egg is more aggressive than a yogurt. It is, because an egg has to smash at least, and a yeah. smash feels a little aggy. Yeah. But a yogurt is just... It's hilarious. It's comedic. And snowballs. I know. Like it just rains anyway. It's not doing anything, is it? And toilet paper. That's it's like funny. a house party that got a little bit out of yeah, control. Exactly. <laughs> and then they got tear gassed. That is insane. It was compared to the French Revolution in terms of, you know, like <laughs> sort of overthrowing the government-ish and electing a new people's representative. Um, it was described as a revolution in political activism, um, a successful example of direct democracy... And overall, even though not that much happened, it's generally thought of by people who like democracy as a good thing. Yeah. Right? Direct democracy, people organising their own stuff, the way that the new constitution was drafted through like just members of the public. Yeah. All so seems what pretty good. That? Is that what the constitution that's now in Yeah, it's the place? one that they wrote. They had to do a few drafts, of course. Oh, I know. can't believe that they just took it on like that. Yeah. It's crazy. And it was seemed to be fairly easy ish. Like there's there's not Wow. That many barriers in the way, you know? They really lead the way. Scandinavian countries, man. Why How is do they that? Do it? How do they do it? How do they do Why it? Why do they make better decisions than everyone else? I Sometimes I wonder if it's the cold. Because remember when we were talking about living in hot countries and you're like, your head is somehow slower. You're like yeah. more lethargic. Yeah. And I don't know if in cold countries you're more energised. Well, I don't think so because England is famously cold and cold shit. And it's grey. It's not like sunny cold. You're right. It's just fucking miserable. It's just damp. Damp and sad, like the people. That's it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Whereas Iceland is like cold and bright, you know, clear. And bright, yeah. Clear and crisp. Such lovely people. Well done. Good job. So what are you saying on the five stock scale? Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Sorry. For... So trails all this time. I forgot about that section, as That's you can see. One. Derby prison tree, 1,500 years old. Wow. I know, right? That's old. It's really, really old. Imagine all this stuff that trees seen people inside it for one. Ooh. What about Trails Oldest Time for you, Alice? Oh well I forgot about that segment, didn't I? So it happened in two thousand and eight. Make what you will of that. Recent. I can't believe that constitution actually went in to being yeah. implemented. It's cool, isn't it? 
Also, it's kind of sad that we find that so astonishing when really that's just a democracy happening. Yeah. Where the state's like, we need to do what you want. What do you want? And the people go, this please. And the state goes, all right. Is it now time for the five stock scale? I got a bit ahead of myself there, sorry. Um, I'm giving the tree, it's so sad, so sad, 2.1. Very sad. Prison in general is sad, and there's something extra sad about sullying the natural majesty of trees by turning them into prisons. Yeah, really grotesque. Thumbs down. Iceland, however, 4.6, I think. Oh, it's nice. It's so heartwarming and lovely. Yeah, would it recommend. A happy ending. It does have the a happy ending. never have a happy You're ending. You're right. You're right. We've really turned over a new leaf. <laughs> Come on, Alice. What we got? Um, boo prison tree. It's actually baub. Baub. Boob. Which is short for barbab. Baobab. One star. Depressing. Don't Very, like. Very depressing. Yeah. Iceland. 4.5 stars. Not depressing. Do like. Stalks, Alice. Oh, shit the bed. Five, four. T- I can't remember. <laughs> I'm unraveling. Nice. I'm coming apart at the seams. 4.5 stalks on the five stalk scale. 4.5. Right, let me say that. Um, because their idea of a riot is throwing yogurt at a building. I love that. And they got tear gassed and they just prevailed anyway. Yeah. Pre- prevailed. Am I okay? I think I need to lie down. I mean, all of the above. The answer still no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for podding with me. Oh, amazing! It's absolutely re-ravel you slightly. Always a pleasure. It's re-knitted me. I can't find my harmonica. Your harmonica. (laughs) (laughs) I need a glass of water. Who have you been? Jesus Christ! I've been amazing. I've been Alice. This has been Treasure Review.